welcome to the Weedy Bitch Podcast. My name is MJ. And my name is PK. And guys, do we have so much to talk about? Super Bowl was last night, and I have so many, so many, so many, so many, so many thoughts. But before we get into it, how are you doing, PK? Not too bad. Um, today was my day off, so I've just been relaxing and trying to get some errands done, you know? Cool. And you said that you were sick for a few days? Yeah, so I think it was um, since we were standing out in the cold, as well as that day, I also had some cold drinks. I don't even know. Like, I don't know how I got sick, but I had like a sore throat. Mm. And I was just like taking down I was just drinking a lot of um, ginger tea, just like hot drinks, and also just um, taking a lot of the flu tenol. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I, I'm happy I did that because I think I would have gone worse. Yeah, if I didn't um, like take care of myself. So I, mm-hmm. so I was like, um, mostly just in bed most of the time, just trying to get some sleep and be hydrated, basically. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really happy that you're good because I you didn't really tell me exactly what type of sickness you have. You just said that you were sick. I had so a I sore throat, and I was just like, I don't know if I can do the podcast when I have a sore throat. <laughs> No, no, which is, which is, you know, obviously that that's fine, but you know, um, you just have to do a little bit more communicating, more communication, um, because I had no idea what was going on. Um, but yeah, trying to hunt you down to record an episode is actually the most annoying thing I ever have to do. And I don't want to do it anymore. Um, but yeah, we definitely do have to discuss about that, but I'm really happy you're doing Good. I'm here in um, Boston. I've been here in Boston for a few days. We surprised my brother for his 21st birthday. We ended up flying out my brother's best friend from Canada to Boston. He ended up staying in the hotel for a night and then staying with us for a few days. It was so much fun to see my entire family. And my brother had so much fun during his birthday even though it was, wasn't what, it, what what he what he expected it wasn't what you know he thought he would be getting for his 21st but you know we we work what we got okay we have to work with what we have and what we got okay and we had fun we went out to the restaurant he had time with his best friend like it was it was really really good and he was so shocked he didn't even see anything coming um and yeah I oh wow so he had like no idea he had absolutely no idea it was absolutely it was an entire shock we ended up going into the hotel we told him that there was a African party happening at the hotel (laughs) and um he thought that it was a bit sketchy for a party to be happening in a hotel but honestly Nigerian parties can literally (laughs) happen anywhere um so we brought him upstairs and he was convinced that something was happening he wasn't sure once he saw his balloons and the drinks and the cake and the banners like, okay okay cool cool that's great and then and then my brother goes okay we have one more surprise for you and then I, we took him to the closet inside the hotel room and then my brother opened the door or my best friend or his best friend came out i forgot what happened but and then he came out of the closet and my brother was, his jaw dropped to the ground. He's like, no way, no way. How did you guys do that? He was so shocked and I'm so happy that he was happy and he had a good time. But he he wanted to travel for his vacation, um, for his mm. 21st. And definitely we'll do that in the summertime. We'll definitely travel 
Um, and I think that's what he wants to do. He wants to go to Miami or Florida or whatever. But, but yeah, so, and then we had the Super Bowl yesterday, which we'll talk about. So, yeah, it was a really jam-packed weekend. Tons of eating, tons of family fun. Um, and I still haven't got my nails done, which is the most disgusting. Oh yeah, yeah. I still haven't got my nails done. because the Guys, nail I looked at MJ's nails and I was just like, no idea. what What is going on with her nails? No, it is, it is, it is really, really annoying, really disgusting. It's not disgusting. I, it's no, just it's really not- old. I don't think it's that bad when you look at it far away. Yeah, it's not that bad when you look at it far, far, far away. Um, but it's just really old and the acrylic is kind of peeling off and it's just disgusting. And mm-hmm. I have a nail salon near, near me here, here in Boston. And so I usually go there. But the last time I went there, I was nearly in tears when I left because it wasn't even remotely close to what I wanted my nails to be. So I was like, I would never come here ever again. Da, da, da. But I realized beggars cannot be cheesers. You know what I mean? Like, you have a nail salon that's giving you cheap mm. prices, good prices. And they, and even though they don't have one nude nail polish in the entire salon. That's crazy. That's such a popular pop- color. I don't, like, no nude brown, no nude pink, no, like, literally, I have never seen such a salon in my entire life. And That's, like, my go-to color, too, and I always get it. I don't, I don't even understand, so I'm, like, I'm never going, but I realize it's the only one that that's paying me at my price is, quote-unquote, Canadian price, because remember, I'm Canadian, so I'm still paying in Canadian. So. Right. Right. So I have to remove the nails off of my fingers. I have to... Um, they have to then put on new acrylic, like, you know, clean it and even put a new acrylic, put the, put the design like, and my designs are not even design. It's, it's so simple. Uh, so hopefully I'll get it done sometime this week. I don't know. And I, and I don't like getting it done where I'm from because they gouge the prices. They make, they make it mm-hmm. so expensive and they do a shitty work while mm-hmm. here in Boston, they do a good job for good price. Yeah, now I just do them at home, honestly, because, like, it's getting more and more expensive. It's insane. Yeah, no. It's, like, 60 to $80 for a yeah. shooting work. It's and some- crazy. And sometimes the nails even break off. So I'm like, what's yeah. the point? Yeah. I'm really tired of this. Try so, to get your own hmm. own kit at home. It's worth I, it. I do have my own kit. I do have my own acrylic kit. I need my own acrylic machine. I think that's what I'm going to mm. invest in. A new acrylic machine. I do have acrylic nail polish. I just need a really good acrylic machine and then I can do it at home. I even have all the chrome powder. Uh, so oh, I okay, tried. Okay. So that's what I try to do on, on my nails that I have right now. The Haley Bieber inspired, nail, inspired nails at home. But yeah. it didn't turn out properly because of the acrylic that was underneath it. It didn't so yeah you I'm need gonna, like a solid base but that's always so hard to get to like you have to yeah. it just comes with practice I feel like yeah so I was trying to shave it down I was trying to yeah. round the edges I was trying to make it all look nice and it just it just didn't look nice um so what was your rose and thorns what's your rose for the week um I think my rose would be um I guess having, finally having a day off or having two days off, I guess. Awesome. But then my thorn would be that I end up having uh, night shifts. Mm. So I had to like completely like flip over my schedule. So what, so so when do you start working? 
So um, shifts at night start at 7.15 to 7.15 in the morning. Ah! So you do all-night shifts? Yeah, yeah. So when do you sleep? I'm guessing you you come back and then you sleep till like 3 p.m. or something like that. Yeah, like I try to sleep until like 2-ish because that's when I get hungry. And then I try to sleep again afterwards, like until like maybe take like a quick like one hour nap after. But still, I feel like it's I'm not getting enough sleep. Well, uh, technically, you're getting like six to seven hours. But if you're not if you don't sleep, if you don't if you're not if you don't sleep easily, it might be, I guess, less than that. Yeah, Um, and it's harder to sleep during the day, too, because like. They're just noises and stuff. And I'm a really light sleeper. Yeah. So, like, the littlest noises just wake me up. So, it's not, like, consistent, nice sleep, you know? Yeah. You're my sister in that way. And the fact that she cannot have no TV, no nothing in the background. um, And she needs to sleep. Like, she's just anything can wake her up. And then you're my mom in some aspects because she loves night shifts. But you don't love it. But she does night shifts. And she loves it. And... So I guess for you, this is your new norm for a bit. Why do they change it? It's just for uh, training purposes. They want me to know how to work each each shift. So I'm doing mornings, nights, and evenings. And they want to train you in every shift. Because I feel like it's a little bit different in terms of the people that you work with, the things that can happen at night versus at day. It's a little Mm -hmm. bit different in, in terms of like the duties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah okay cool I mean I, that's really weird to me but I guess it's a different type of role a different type of job so yeah like my normal shifts are not going to be at night but I can always like pick up right but, yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's true I mean I guess if you need an extra shift you can always pick up at night that's pretty cool yeah. um so yeah I guess for my rows would be of course Boston, the Super Bowl yesterday, which we'll get into. I'm not going to go into it. Um, but yeah, spending time with family, I realized I absolutely, obviously, I love it. Like, it's not even a surprise to anybody who knows me or is close to me um, personally because I just, America is better. Like, even when, even just posting a video on your social media platforms, I feel as if you get more views here than in Canada. When I posted a video last week, I get thousands of views within minutes while it takes hours in Canada if I posted a video. So it's so interesting to me. And and uh yeah, I don't I don't know. Like I, I just feel at home here. I just feel at peace. But yeah, I'm happy I came. And then your thorn. Oh um I already said my thorn. Did oh I? rose, your rose. Did I say my rose? I did both of them. Oh you it's did all you. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Um uh my thorn would be working during my vacation. So I oh my hate, god, really? Yes, no. I I hate taking emails. I'm not a really big fan of my job right now, and I don't think I've ever was, to be quite honest, but I hate taking, doing emails, doing client calls, whatever, during my vacation. If I'm on vacation, then do not contact me. Do not find me. I do not care who you are. I don't know you. I am on vacation. I do not work when I am off. And especially when you're in a job that doesn't pay you more to do more work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm in a job where I can still be doing 10 times more work, but I will still get paid the same amount of pay. So it makes no sense for me to put in the work into something that I'm not getting much in return. And I'm sure if you're passionate about something, of course, 
But these days in this my job that I'm in right now, apologize for that's my other uh, that's my phone. But if you're of course in a job that you're passionate about, then it makes sense to you'd be probably okay doing the same more work for less pay or same pay. But I'm at a point where the work I am not passionate about it um, for the most part. So and so I don't feel as if I should be doing more work for the same pay. I'm basically quiet quitting, which is putting in the time that they've paid me to put in and then leaving. Like that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's for me too. It's like working the hours and not even staying a minute later. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm out. I'm out. Don't call like once, once that 4.30 PM hits, once that 5 PM hits 4 PM or whatever it is, I am out. I, we're not gonna, no, we're not talking about work. We're not, no, we're, I'm done. I, I'm sorry. No, it's not worth it. It's Especially, not. we're in a recession. Like I, and the thing is with me, we do have to talk about, I do, I do have to talk about, you know, finding another job. Like that's where I'm at or finding another source of income. Um, but anyhow, let's talk about the Super Bowl. We are, oh wait, not yet. We still have to do our new segment, which is, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, we a good yeah. <laughs> that's the new jingle let me know how y'all think about it um so yeah that's our food segment uh which we talk about food who wants to go first you can MJ. okay so uh the one of the most exciting things i think i've ate was chick-fil-a actually i ate it last week this is a very common um food that PK eats every single day or yes. a lot. <laughs> and it was actually good. I got it in downtown Toronto. It was fresh. It was crispy. It was delicious. And the chicken was, I can't even explain how good the chicken was. I'm actually was shocked. The chicken nuggets was really good. Mm-hmm. The fries was good. I love the sauces. My favorite sauce is definitely the Polynesian. No, no. The Chick-fil-A sauce. Yes, yes. Mm, the classic. So good. So good. I ate it with everything. Um, but they made my my burger. Uh, so uh, they made my meal really late. In fact, they were serving people behind me before me because my chicken nuggets took a long time to cook. So they gave me a free, one of those free burger cards, I guess. So whenever I'm at Chick-fil-A, I can get a free burger card. Um, well, that's nice. Yeah, so that's nice. I'm like, oh, thank you. Excellent customer service, Chick-fil-A. Thank you. They have so good much. customer service a lot, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually kind of – and that's why, even though you think that Chick-fil-A – you don't hear Chick-fil-A a lot, that's why they're still, I think, like an $11 billion company. Yeah. No, they're very popular. hmm They're like an elevated McDonald's. Very elevated. Uh, I don't know if they're an elevated McDonald's. I think I would say, I, you know what? Yeah, let's let's give it to that. I'm trying to compare. I feel like you can't really compare it because of yeah. quality. Mm-hmm. I can't really compare it because their menu is small, but the, because of the because the menu is small, they put a lot of time into a lot it's of kind product. of like a Starbucks. You know, like a Starbucks is like exactly more, exactly more better than Tim Hortons, and yes, like Chick Fil A is the Starbucks of Tim Hortons. <laughs> yes. I completely agree. I agree that, yeah, I would say 
Yeah, I think um, and their service is, kinda... is really good too, right? Like Starbucks gets good service, so does Chick Fil A. Yeah, you know, you know, that's a really good comparison. Chick Fil A is a Starbucks compare is like a cafe Starbucks comparison. I yeah, you know what? That's actually brilliant. Yeah, how about you? Um, for me, it would be Jolly Bees. I'm obsessed yeah. with their spaghetti. The sauce mm-hmm. is out of this world. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think mostly I just get their spaghetti. I know they do sell chicken as well. I've never actually had their chicken. I'm like way too obsessed with their uh, spaghetti to try other things. And I get super full from their spaghetti too. I know their spaghetti is more of a sweet sauce. So it's different than your normal spaghettis. I think spaghetti is usually a tangy, savory, but this is more of like a sweet, savory type of sauce. Yeah. And it's so delicious. Um, but yeah, their chicken sandwiches at uh, Jollibee's, they're good. They're thick. They're juicy. Not as juicy as Chick-fil-A's. I would say a bit drier, but a bit more flavorful. Their chicken, highly recommend. The chicken thighs, everything, highly recommend. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try that next time. You totally should. So I think that's it for our food segment. Yeah. Yes! So we're going into the Super Bowl and the crow goes wild. <laughs> Guys, I don't know. I am. I don't know what it is, but I am. I think there's two different types of girlies. Okay. You got your football girly. You know what I mean? The girl who watches football each and every Sunday in football season. They know the teams, the players. They know the drama. They know the picks. They they know it all. And then you have the Super Bowl. Super, super, I can't even say the word. Super Bowl girlies. The ones who don't know the team, don't know the players. But no how to have a good time during the Super Bowl. They make it, they make the Super Bowl an event. And some of you who are Super Bowl girlies, boys, guys, whatever, would probably would probably just shame me. But I don't care. I feel like Super Bowl is a nat is a national pastime that everybody in the US gather around and they just they just have a good time. It's like a national event. And I partake in it. My family partakes in each and every year and we did it big time this year we had the tv up we had to go to my brother's um birthday dinner at a chinese restaurant here in boston and then we came back and watched the game we did miss the live performance of chris stapleton chris appleton i think it's chris appleton chris stapleton i apologize but and then um the other performances that became uh, before the actual game but i heard Chris Stapleton actually brought uh, football players to tears with his rendition of the national anthem, um, the Star Spangled Banner. And I am, I'm like, good for you. I'm like, good for you. I actually just watched it before we recorded. And it, and honestly, it's such an all American, all American rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. And it honestly made me kind of, it was very moving. I wasn't the most moving performance I've ever, I've ever listened to. No. But I can see why people were brought to tears. It was really, it was a really, really good uh, performance. And I love Americans, America's National Anthem. Did you watch the Chris Stapleton's? No, National I haven't Anthem? seen like the um, the first part of it. I only watched the halftime show because mm-hmm. 
I didn't really care about anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like one of those people that just watches the halftime show. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, wait, so people are saying it was like really moving and emotional? It was so moving. Apparently, it was this most amazing thing. And they showed clips of, because what they usually do during the National Anthem, they show clips of the Navy, of the Army, and have a video um, of that, um, a live stream, and the video, and then everybody lines lines up in the Army and the Navy, and, you know, and and, and I think, and I think, too, because people do not get that these football players, they spend their life their days, their hours, stressing, obsessing, sacrificing for this day. Mm -hmm. And now that they're here, they're listening to Chris Stapleton's amazing performance of the national anthem. You're, they're thinking about like, they're super stressed and probably anxious about, you know, the game that that's about to begin. They're thinking about everything that is combinated up to this moment. They're thinking about so many, like so many emotions that are going through their mind. And so mm-hmm. it only made sense to me for them to cry because just being here, just saying that you are playing the Super Bowl 2023, you know, NFL game is in a great, great accomplishment already. So we don't know what's going inside those players' minds. It could just be the song, but I think it's a mix of everything. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. It's like such an important moment in their career that they have trained and prepared for. So it's like finally being there could be very emotional. Absolutely. And Chris Stapleton's performance. I mean, Chris Stapleton is a, if you guys don't know him, I should have introduced him a bit, but he's a country star with a little bit of uh, blues twang, and he's an eight-time Grammy Award winner, and uh, his performance was actually really good. Uh, People are comparing it to the Beyonce, the Lady Gaga performance, uh, the Whitney Houston National Anthem performance. I think it was, I think it was, I think it was great. Honestly, it was such an all-American, all-well-rounded national anthem performance and the way he performed it he performed it like it was nothing like he performed it as if he was doing this in his backyard so effortless so easy for him and i'm like damn but his voice oh so good so good it was very good i don't know i don't know if it was moving um i was moved a little bit but i don't think it would bring me to tears but it would probably bring me to to tears if i watched it live um because of the Super Bowl is a really special event for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I think it was it was good. It was good. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think you have to be like very emotionally invested in football and just the game and the players and themselves in order to mm-hmm. be, you know, very emotional about it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, but I think one can say like it was I can see how one can get emotional to to that. So that's that when it comes to that. But yeah, the actual football game, um, the Super Bowl, uh, you know, before we get to the halftime, we have the Kansas uh, team was the one who won the Super Bowl. And I'm so happy and so proud for them. They were the underdogs and they were a favorite NFL. I mean, it was my dad's favorite NFL team. Um, so it was really special for us for us to root them on. Um, I know that he would constantly root and be fighting for the Kansas when they would be playing against any other NFL team. And we're just so happy that they've made it to this moment. I'm not really sure if this is their first Super Bowl ring, their first Super Bowl win, but I know this is 
definitely a really big moment for the Kansas team. So I'm so proud of them. It was such a good game. Tie to tie to tie. We thought that they would go in OT overtime, but they didn't. And Kansas really did pull through. They had some really good key players in, in, in that team. But honestly, Philly, the Philadelphia, the Philly, Philly, Philly did a really good job too. And that's why it was a really good game. It was a really good game to watch. Um, but yeah, any thoughts on that? Yeah, the score was really close, actually. 38 to 35. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy yeah. close. So close. But yeah, that's pretty much like all of my thoughts when it comes to the game portion of it. Um, oh, before we get into the um the halftime, uh the stars. There were not a lot of stars at the Super Bowl, actually. Um, do you know the stars that showed up? No, I don't know who showed I- up. I know there was uh, Jay-Z and his daughter. There was Adele. There was, um, wow, I'm drawing a blank. What's that girl? The NBA and his wife. Anyways, I forgot. He, there, there. There were there were clusters of different types of celebrities. Not a lot of sighting, to be quite honest. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people are watching it from home. Um, but... Oh, Questlove. Yeah. Sorry? <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, who's that? Um, from Jimmy Fallon, The Roots. Hmm, I don't know who that is. I feel He's like I a part of the, the Roots band in Jimmy Fallon, and he also has his own music as well. Oh, yeah, 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 Quest- yeah, 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 Questlove, okay. Yeah, I do know him, yeah. I'm just like searching up who else was there. Adele, actress, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Okay. What does she do? She performs Life Every Voice and Sing before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Did you see mm-hmm. that? I did. Well, I didn't watch it live. I um I watched it after the fact and it was good. Um but I watched it. I don't know. I need to rewatch it again, to be quite honest. But yeah, it was good. It was good. I was proud of her. I'm pretty sure she's the one who's also in Abida Elementary as well, the TV show. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, very good. Anybody else at the Super Bowl? Um, Paul Rudd. Who's that? Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd, I believe he's an actor. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't really see anybody else that I recognize. Yeah, I think he's Ant-Man, the guy who plays Ant-Man. He actually did a commercial um, mm. in um, the Super Bowl. Well, let's talk about the commercials. Did you watch any of the commercials? Um, I saw the the chip one. Yeah, with um, what's the Breaking name? Bad? Right, right. Breaking Bad. Um, the the Breaking Bad actors. Um, they did it with what type of chip was it? Um. I think it was, let me see, Pop, Popcorners, Popcorners, right? Popcorners, yeah. There was also a Doritos ad with, um, not Post Malone, and I don't know why I'm comparing him to Post Malone, um, but it's with another, um, that's it, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow oh. did a Doritos ad with freaking amazing artists in the ad so okay i would say the super bowl ads were good this year were they amazing mm-hmm. absolutely not because were there years that they'd have done come better absolutely but this year it was okay i think the post malone ad was one of the good ads 
but honestly, you didn't even know that he was actually doing a Doritos ad until the very end. Like, a lot of these ads are so confusing. Elton John was in the freaking ad. And it was very confusing until the end. He realized that he's eating a blue Doritos chip and they're talking about blue Doritos. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for I that. haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it. Was it Post Malone or was it Jack Harlow? It was Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow Doritos ad. Um, what else? There was another good one. There were several good ones. And yet nothing is sticking out to me right now. But Jack Harlow was one that, that was pretty interesting. Um, another one that was interesting. There were some car ads that were pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't... It was okay. I know Ant-Man, uh, Paul Rudd, did a commercial, um, I'm guessing, to promote his movie. But it was tied to the Super Bowl. I don't know. It was interesting. Um, yeah, not much. Not much. Yeah, I think the Breaking Bad one was, like, my favorite one. Yeah, the Breaking Bad one was one of the top good ones that were They on took, there. like, the main scenes from, like, the show. Yeah. And they put it together. And it was, it was well done. Well, well done, I think. Oh, cool. I think another one that was also really good that I really loved, John Travolta's ad. John Travolta ad. He's the guy who plays, um, the bad guy who plays Greece, uh, in the movie Grease. Um, he did a, a ad with, a, I think it was a phone commercial, I think. But the Super Bowl ad was really good. He was playing the infamous Grease song in the movie. I mean, in the ad. So it was... Um, John Travolta, Don, Donald Faison, and Jack Abreff, um did this T-Mobile ad, and it was so good. They were singing the infamous Grease song, and mm. I loved it. I think that was one of my – that one and uh, definitely um, Jack Harlow's Super Bowl ad were my favorite, in my opinion. It's very good. Yeah, so I think that's it for me when it comes to the ads. Anything else that? Yeah, I think that's it for me for ads as well. Yeah, that's it for me. Now, on to the main event um, of the Super Bowl, anyway, is Rihanna. So let's start. I feel like we should introduce this from the very, very beginning, okay? So we have Rihanna, who announced uh, late last year, in her Instagram with a picture of a football that she would be performing on Rihanna, uh, that she'd be performing in the halftime, which is iconic, which is amazing. We love it. Now, as background, as some context information, Rihanna has not put out music or performed in public over the last half a decade, okay, five to mm-hmm. seven years. So super hard diehard fans like my sister, I would say I'm, I'm a big, I'm a massive fan, but not a diehard fan, I would say have been waiting for waiting for something like this for years. Honestly, we've been waiting for music, let's be honest. Music. <laughs> Performance. Literally anything. Um, so we're so happy that Riri got her child, gave birth, and the child is healthy and it's beautiful. I think they did a little video on TikTok of the baby on her TikTok channel and showed a pic- showed a video of the baby and the baby looks absolutely adorable doesn't look anything like Aesop Rocky or Riri but that's cute either way and so so we have Riri just gave birth and remember she gave birth in May of 2022 because she announced that she was pregnant later on 
People thought she gave birth late last year when actually she gave birth in May 2022. Okay, so that context we know. Okay, mm-hmm. now January Super Bowl, 13 minutes. And this year, usually in the past years, Pepsi usually sponsors the halftime performance, but I guess their contract was up. So they renegotiated, usually to half uh, $500 million. Um, for the contract. So they needed somebody much bigger company. And the only company that compares to like Pepsi, Coke, and all these companies is Apple. Apple is saying they're the best streaming music streaming service. But I don't know about that. We have Spotify. It's Spotify. We're good. Nobody. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, Apple is now continuing on and carrying the Pepsi torch and is sponsoring the halftime performances now. Now we see Rihanna, her face is on the screen, the lights are on, she performs. She performs with all of her top hits. Now, let's first talk about the song list. What do you think about the song list? I think it was good. Like, she chose all the catchy, um, very popular songs, and she put it all together in a way that it flowed. You know, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. so I, I was happy with her song choices. Yeah, I think it was great. I think okay, if I if 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 I let and let's I'm gonna rate it. I would okay. say her song list was a eight out of ten because I okay. And here's the mm-hmm. thing: with, I I thought it was a nine. You thought I it was called, a nine? Yeah, like all of her songs I knew and I. And I knew them so well that like everybody would have known them. Like they were so popular at that time. There were like so many throwbacks. But the thing, the thing was with me, there's there were still so many songs that she could have played. So for instance, and there's a reason why I'm going to read it eight out of ten. Pondering. Okay. Oh and, right. And okay. There are so many songs that she could have played because I followed R- Rihanna's journey from from when she started her music career, I know a lot of her hits. There's Ponder Replay. There's a lot of other songs that she didn't include. People are saying that the reason why the song list was was the way it, way it was is because this is not your your fan. This is not your fans that she's performing to, right? She's mm-hmm. performing to the entire America. So she has to play her biggest hits. The mm-hmm. ones that really made her go viral, the ones that made you know, people were played over and over on the radio. She has to appeal to all different types of demographics and all different types of people. So I get that. But I still felt that some of her older songs, like Pondy Replay, some of these older tracks, and some of the newer tracks were in it as well. Um, I think it was good, especially when she said, bitch, better have my money. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Get it. And she also played like work and pour it out. Yeah. And she played some really good songs. Yeah. And that's what it is. Eight out of ten. I think it was pretty great. I, I think the song list itself was amazing. Um now let's talk about her outfit. Oh. Mm. Okay. I, go. <laughs> I liked it. I don't know why she chose red though. But I liked it. It was a standout color. Um, the, and, and now we know why she wore what she wore, because we'll talk about that in a minute, but mm-hmm. it was good. Like she, she had to wearing her cape at the very end and it was very, I'm guessing it was very stretchy, very movable. Um, could it have been better? 
is I think it could have been better. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I guess I understand why she wore it because of her, are you going to say it here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of her pregnancy. Yeah. But I don't know. Even like the dancer's outfit, I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah, I don't know. Like the, if she, and here's the thing. If we're talking, okay, the outfit, the outfit should have been better because now I'm going to go into performance. The outfits I feel like should have been better because if the performance isn't, because I felt like the song list was banging. The way yeah. you did the songs back to back to back, no beats, no no stops, no pauses, yeah. no nothing, right? Then the outfits should have should have come correct. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. she and because the way because her condition was like because she was pregnant. If she cannot, if she's not going to be moving, then her outfits need to be a little some some. Like she needs to be given in some area. Like for me, for the performance. It was okay. Like I, I, and, and and the reason why I'm not saying like okay, and the reason why I'm saying it's okay is because I'm comparing it to Beyonce who was pregnant and and did a whole massive MTV performance in heels and Rihanna wasn't wearing heels in heels and then at yeah. the very end removed her um, blazer and then showed her bump. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm comparing it to another icon's ability to perform while pregnant and of course everybody is absolutely different and the way they feel in their pregnancy is completely different and um i i guess the way rihanna and and you because i know rihanna can we all know rihanna can perform but i guess not only that she's pregnant maybe she wants to protect her pregnancy and maybe she was not up to doing all of these crazy moves with her pregnancy yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like her outfit definitely could have been better. Like maybe lose some layers. I don't know. It was too like layer. There's too many layers going on. There are too many layers, and I, I like the color. Know. I like. I like the color. Like it's giving bad bitch energy. Don't yeah, exactly. Mess with me. You know what I mean. But how about the performance? You know what I mean. I mean the dancers didn't stop moving one second. Um, yeah. Like I feel like the moves that she did are so totally moves that you can totally take take and put it into a TikTok dance. Um, yeah, I agree. Nothing like really stood out with nothing her really stood out in terms of in terms of performance, and that's why I said, okay. So I'm gonna move on before I talk about that, but I'm and that's why I said what I said to my siblings, which I'll tell you guys in a bit. But yeah, I mean, outfit was. Okay. But her outfit is kind of giving me like Rosalia vibes almost. Right. But even Rosalia gives a little some some in her performance. But her, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's even though it's 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 that way, but she gives a little bit of um bit of something different in the outfit, a bit of something eccentric, a bit Yeah, and I think that's what I wanted to see with Rihanna. Yeah, and especially with all of her pregnancy outfits. Have been yeah. bomb.com. This That's girl would walk outside in New York with just a bra and jeans while she was pregnant last year. I'm like, this is what I'm going to be when I'm pregnant. Everyone recognize. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And she, and, and she came up like and she came up like this. And I'm like, mm. okay. Yeah, I don't know where that creativity went, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know. And okay, so let's let's story like the big story is the pregnancy and mm-hmm. was she do it was she covering up because of the pregnancy so 
here's the thing. When I watched this performance, to me, I knew she was pregnant from beginning to end. People were saying, oh, this, you know, um, I didn't think about that going through because she must have had, you know, maybe she still have that postpartum body. But you don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, every single woman is different. Mm-hmm. But she had her baby in May. And yes, again, every single woman is different. But the way Rihanna's body is proportioned, it does not look like her body is postpartum. In fact, her belly looked hard. If it's postpartum to me, I feel like the belly would have been a bit softer, but it didn't look softer. It looked sturdy. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah. It looks very obvious that she's pregnant. And it looked not... obvious to me. Yeah, it looked obvious you know, to yeah. me. You know what I mean? But what was not obvious was that, was this her chance to announce it on in this performance? So people are saying that this was her way of saying, I'm announcing it. Because in her interview that she did mm-hmm. late last year, mm-hmm. she said that she might bring a guest. And now we know that guest is her unborn child. That, that's what everybody that, that that that's what she's saying so in the beginning the first 10 seconds of the of the video she's touching her belly that was her saying this is my guest i'm telling you i'm pregnant blah blah blah. let's perform but it didn't look obvious to the rest of the world <laughs> no i think it was pretty obvious but i guess like she didn't want the attention to be on her pregnancy and she wanted the attention to be on her performance and to be on her songs i guess Okay, before you watch the halftime, you know that Rihanna was pregnant. Yeah. Okay, so. But I guess, yeah, that, I guess whoever didn't know. Which was everybody else in the world. (laughs) You know what I mean? Everybody who tuned into the Super Bowl waiting for an epic Rihanna performance. Like, the girl was dormant. She was doing her little Fenty, a a little um, Mm. Savage X Fenty mogul business guile on the side now she's about to perform in la in the first time in five to seven years we're ready for a performance and then you see her touching her belly and everybody's like um what's happening here (laughs) (laughs) no literally like everybody enjoyed the performance but you're left with confusion um like my sister literally cried she cried. Really? If you see my TikTok, mm-hmm. if, you, if anybody who wants to, who's curious, who's bored, whatever, can go to um, study with MJ Vlogs uh, on TikTok. I videoed, recorded my sister's reaction to the entire performance. She was so mad and sad. Like, she was, she, my sister's a die hard Rihanna fan. I'm telling you, die hard. Knows every single song, knows all the albums, has Savage X Fenty, has, I like only uses Fenty. Like, this is a girl who was waiting for Rihanna comeback, and then you see her touching her touching her belly, and 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 every every single Rihanna's fan is like, "We're never gonna get an album. She's never gonna come back to music after this." <laughs> like, That's true. Never- like, she's been in like a, but she's been doing a lot of, like uh, other stuff, right? Like the Fenty business. Um, She's doing like that whole new perfume that just came out, and like she always she always has like products coming out. But I do want another Rihanna song. 
everybody wants Mariana. But, and that's what everybody's saying that this girl, and I'm thinking that this is, I think Rihanna would definitely come back for music because her fans are demanding it. Like that's this point blank period. She's going to come back. But I think she wants to, she wants to, um, she wants to do the whole family thing first. I think, mm-hmm. I think Rihanna wants to go and have a couple of babies, two or three babies, and then come back, go in the studio and then make some more music for us and then create that album and then go on tour. I think she wants to think of her family first, think of her life first before she comes back to us. But I think a lot of us is like, you have seven years to think about yourself. <laughs> she's That's young. You know, my, she's young. I, she's only like 30. Exactly. 30 something, exactly. I think. No, no, she's 32. And the thing is, I, I'm like, girl, girl, do you. Girl, literally do you. But like... I think, I think, and the thing is, it's like back-to-back pregnancy. I think mm-hmm. she wants to get the babies out of the way first um, before, you know, she goes and performs more music. And who who knows? Like, she probably was been recording music in, in a yeah. studio this entire time and hasn't released anything for all we know. We really don't know. Um, and some people are saying that she likes being a biz- business mogul than being a songwriter, musician, pop star, so or R- you know, uh, uh, R and B artist. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know, but a-, a lot of people are saying that we can't really say anything bad about the performance because, um, because you know she's pregnant. And it definitely was a bit refreshing to see a woman embrace her pregnancy on stage and perform. But the thing is, this is not the she's not the first yeah pregnant woman. She's not even the first black woman to be pregnant and be performing. You know what I mean? Like Beyonce mm-hmm. does it literally all the freaking time. Yeah, you know what I mean. So for me, and again, I'm not judging her. I'm not like I know I'm comparing her to Beyonce, but. <clears throat> There, of course, she must be going through a lot with this pregnancy for her to not to do the most in the performance, which she did. Um, but for me, I love Rihanna. I was, I honestly was just soaking up every single second of the performance. I loved it so much. Um, yeah, I honestly loved the songs. Like she, yeah. she hit it with the songs. Like yeah. that was really good. The song list but, was dope. Yeah, I feel like mm. the dance moves could have been, <clears throat> like you said. It wasn't. It wasn't a good performance, Mm -hmm. right? It wasn't a good performance. I mean, just going from just her going from stage to one stage. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean, like. And that's why I'm kind of on the fence with the performance thing, but everybody's saying, "Well, we can't say anything bad about it because she's a she's a woman who's pregnant and she must be going through some things, and she probably rehearsed for the Super Bowl during her first trimester, and the first trimester is one of the most hardest trimesters when you're pregnant." And and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I think that makes sense, but like, it's I'm not saying it's bad. Mm-hmm. I just think I could have just used like more dance moves, and I don't know. Whoever choreographed it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And the thing is, she barely moves. She's just walking on stage and singing. That's yeah. the thing. And and that's why I said, if you're not going to give us a performance, then make the outfit to be bomb.com. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, the outfits were off, too. The outfits were off. Like, they were wearing um, a parachute. Uh, what were they wearing? Like, like some space suit? I don't the, even know. Yes, space suit. Yes. 
they were wearing a spacesuit, and I'm like, um, hmm. And that's not like the vibes you get from Rihanna, you know? Rihanna it's has not some the good vibes. outfits. Like when she's out in public, her outfits are banging. But like this they're, one, I don't know. They're giving bad bitch energy. They're giving don't touch me. They're giving you wish you were me. You wish you were with me. You wish you were touching me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's what her outfits are were, are giving. Like, but this one, I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like even Beyonce when she's pregnant, and I'm sorry for comparing her to Beyonce, but like honestly, when she's pregnant, like she wears bodycon stuff. But that's what I'm saying. But but she does year, too. Like Rihanna also. She does wears- too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So after all of that, um, it was a pretty good Super Bowl uh, this year. Overall, I think it was great. It was good. Kansas won. We saw Riri for the first time in like forever, billion years. And I had a good time with family. So I think it was a success. Um, you know, and oh, yeah. did, you, did you see her using her Fenty her Fenty Oh, makeup. yes. Yeah. I was just like, damn. Genius. Literally genius. Yeah, honestly, that was a good move. I'm See, like, she's a businesswoman. This is how you know that she's a businesswoman. She, like, this is, guys, I'm telling you right now, Beyonce and Riri are my role mothers. Role models. Like, I literally want to aspire to incorporate a lot of their practices to one day be at a place or somewhere adjacent and that's hopefully I hopefully this is where I want this podcast to go bigger and brighter and interview some pretty cool people in the future so I'm I'm just like so I'm like that is literally genius for her to be using her blotting papers fancy blotting papers to blot Mm -hmm. her face I'm like I love you. I love you so much. Like, who could do that? Who could do that so within smooth. seconds? Like, like <laughs> within seconds. It was genius, yeah. You didn't even know it was happening. You, you didn't even know you were getting a fancy ad in her performance. Yeah, like, you had to take it. I had to process that. I was just like, wait, what? What did she just use? <laughs> oh, God, I love her so much. And this is the reason why you can't be mad. What is there to be angry about, PK? Honestly, no, that's a smart move. Oh my so god, smart. I love her. So good. So damn good. So after that, I'm like, it was just it was just great. Like overall it was great. Could there have been more? Yeah, but she's pregnant, so mm-hmm. yeah. And it's Rihanna. Like we get we get we will take what we can get. Yeah, you know she hasn't I mean? performed in years as well. So, so her coming like, out is yeah, we'll, we'll take what we get. Yeah. Dark Heart fans, like, my sister are crying and literally screaming on some of their, like, literally my sister screams. It's like, there's no way she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you have the yeah, honestly, TikTok. I need more music from her. Her music is always so good. Oh, after that, you're like, why did you stop making music, really? What happened? Seriously. Her music is so catchy. Like, once you hear it once, it's, like, in your head. It's that good. And it puts you in a good mood. It puts you, gives you confidence. Like, it just uh, makes you want to dance. You feel good. Oh, 
Oh my god, it was really, it was really good. People thought it was Taylor Swift that would be performing. Oh, thank God that she wasn't performing. Oh my god. We haven't seen Taylor Swift in a while, too. No, Taylor Swift has her massive tour happening this year, so she's she's good. Okay. Oh, okay. The massive tour with the ticket scandal that Congress had to pull Ticketmaster literally to Capitol Hill to question. Like she's, we see Taylor. We've been seeing a lot of Taylor Swift lately. And her thousands of dollars worth of millions of dollars worth of tickets. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know. I, I don't think Taylor Swift. I don't think I would go to her concert, honestly. No. no. And there are a few songs from my, there are a few, like, I don't know how she'd be able to pull that type of amazingness. Like, what what songs would she play? She can't be playing the same songs that everybody knows. That's on the re- she has to play. I don't know. 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 Yeah, I don't um, know what song she would play. Like maybe Antihero. I don't know. Maybe or Bad Blood. Ooh, that but everybody, but everybody loves. Here's the thing, though. Like, re- like um, Taylor Swift fans would not want to hear Bad Blood, a song that even playing over and over and over and over. Like a real Taylor Swift fan would want to hear some music that she really doesn't sing a lot of, or that is. But then again, it's a Super Bowl. This is not a concert. Yeah, so I don't know. She would have to play like music that everyone knows. Yeah. And I don't think her latest album is, you know, that popular. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know anything about her latest album. I just know the, some of the top songs that I hear on the radio and that's it. I'm not really into country. I'm more of an R&B, hip-hop, yeah. Afrobeats, R&B type of gal. Uh, not much soca. So, yeah. But Taylor Swift does have some like throwback songs. She does have some good songs of songs. She's a pop queen in the sense that she knows how to write a good song and she knows how to mm-hmm. make that song go viral. Mm-hmm. Um, and she makes it very, very, very catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, people are still saying for the Rihanna performance that she that it was good that she she didn't bring out any uh, any uh, anybody else because what because she could have brought out. Oh yeah, true. She could have brought out Drake, Eminem, Jay Z. Um, Oh my God, Chris Brown! <laughs> oh gosh! Oh my God! That would have been that would no that would have been a surprise performance. Yeah. Fuck. Um. <laughs> um. So yeah, so it would have been Drake, Jay Z, Eminem, um, Justin Timberlake did a song with her a while back. Again, I'm an old Riri fan, so that would have been really good too. So. But yeah, I think it looks good that she just did it on her own. Like it was mm-hmm. just her show, like her 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 way to shine. Like, ugh, I love her so much. I just I don't want to be her, but I want to be her. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our Super Bowl segment. Going on to quickly on our TV shows and movies that we've watched for the week. I do have a couple. Do you want to start? Okay. Um. So I've seen the new season of You. Have you mm-hmm. seen it? No. I watched the first episode, but I don't know what about the show makes it. It's just annoying to me. Yeah, I think it's repetitive, like the storyline. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for the recent season, I was kind of surprised in a good way. <clears throat> I think it was like a better... It was It was refreshing because mm-hmm. in this season... The storyline is a bit different in mm-hmm. terms of that it's Joe that's being hunted and he's not being like, so it's, it's uh, Joe that's being stalked. 
versus the other way around in the other seasons, it was Joe doing the stalking. Mm -hmm. But this time it's like kind of the opposite. It's Joe being stalked. So I think I like that because it was something different and it wasn't right. as predictable as um, the other seasons. Right. So it was interesting. I think you should still watch watch it through. I try. I literally tried. So I on the way here to Boston, I actually tried to uh, watch a couple episodes, some old episodes where I left off. I mm-hmm. finished season one. So I tried to start season two again. And then I watched first episode of season four, part four. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, season four, part one. Uh, first episode so I wasn't able to get into it in my opinion um of it my opinion of it was that you know you have a guy who's complete psychopath but yet he's completing a lot of a lot of these murders that he's done in the past have absolutely been public and I do not understand for the life of me how anybody's able to catch this man it doesn't make any realistic sense I feel as if if this happened in real life that somebody would have caught him put him in jail for life and he would have hurt nobody but instead he's getting away with it yeah very easily and he found another psychopath to marry and she's literally probably two times worse than him yeah he's literally committing public or somewhat easily detectable murders and i'm like both of y'all are super annoying um and he's annoyed that she's a psychopath just like him, which doesn't make absolutely any sense to me. But I would, I, I would think that he would be happy that he found somebody that he can relate to, which is killing people. But he likes, he likes fixating on girls who are innocent and doesn't have the same power as he does and doesn't does what he does and just is sweet and just good and just nice and kind when she's not like that in fact she matches his energy completely or even more so i'm like i just can't stand both of you i just can't stand this yeah like season three after a while it kind of did get really repetitive and it was just like okay you you knew where it was going but season four i think it was refreshing that it wasn't as repetitive but it still kind of follows the same stories where they're getting away where they're getting away with murder and it's very obvious and I don't know how they are getting away with it, but um, all in all, I think it's still a good show. Is it binge worthy? Um, I think season four is, I didn't see season three being binge worthy, Mm -hmm. but season four, I think they, they made it better. Hmm. Hmm. So how would you rate it out of 10? Out of 10, the season, um that are more well the new season season four i would think it would be an eight i would give it an eight eight out of ten yeah that's interesting i would give it a four out of ten for me (laughs) um yeah i just can't like i don't i don't understand how he's still alive to be quite honest um but yeah that's a four out of ten for me um and yeah so since we're okay four is kind of rough but (laughs) yeah yeah, no, I just can't stand it. I really, I tried. I literally tried to get into it again. Oh my gosh! Netflix is pushing that show like no man's business, and I'm like, look, I'm just not into you like that. Just get used to that, okay? Um, so my, I guess I watched movies. Um, actually, no. So you talk about TV shows. I'll talk about a TV show. I watch um this TV show. I honestly forgot what it's called, but it's this new Netflix TV show that is about ghosts. 
there's these three kids in London oh, who um, you know what I'm Yeah, Lockwood, Lockwood. Thank you. Um, so these three kids who hunt ghosts, but the what's really interesting about this TV show and the realm in which these characters exist is that ghosts are extremely normal in this world. In fact, every single person in the world, I don't know about in the world, but at least in Europe and in the UK has a curfew that they can't be out a certain time because that's when the ghosts and the paranormal activities come out and play. And it's so fascinating to me that the, you know, the society trains kids to hunt down ghosts and they hire kids to do that. And somehow the show is so nostalgic to me, kind of reminds me to Nickelodeon TV shows, Disney TV shows for some reason. And the storyline is pretty good. The characters are somewhat, I would say, pretty developed. Uh, you have the ringleader, Lockwood, who somehow owns a house. We don't know where his parents is, but he operates a a ghost business from his house. And um, and uh, he hires this girl who was running away from her town, who, because they blamed her for literally blinding his um uh, blinding her best friend, which is not the case. So it was actually nobody came to help them during one of their um, one of their runs, and uh, her best friend ended up being in the caught fire. So she ends up running away to the town. She ends up in London. Lockwood hires um, her in his business, Lockwood and Co. And his best friend is also there as well. Um, his best friend is. Um, George Kareem and George is very nerdy, very quirky, but very sweet and kind. And it looks like also um, Lockwood also has something for Lucy, which is the girl I'm talking about that they hired. I think Lockwood has a crush, I think, or something going on. I think I'm like four or five episodes in. I'm not completely finished. But it's one of those shows that it's it's really good storytelling. You want to know what happens to Lucy. You want to know where Lockwood's parents are. And you really want to know if the Lockwood and Co. is going to exist. Um, so it's, again, it's really interesting. I don't know what about it. It's very good. It's 91% of Rotten Tomatoes. I highly recommend it. I would say it's 8 out of 10. Um, and not a lot of tv shows or movies are as grounded as this is you know they're still able to do whatever they're they're doing but they're still accountable to a regulatory body that kind of regular that kind of regulates businesses who also hunts down ghosts and paranormal activities in the city so it's 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 interesting um so these are kids that can just come out and do nothing they are still accountable but they have really good personalities the who they host is interesting you know who they hunt down the ghosts and who they you know their clients are interesting as well so it's it's a good it's a good detective fiction um i wouldn't really put it supernatural technically it's supernatural but i wouldn't i wouldn't i also wouldn't call it sci-fi so i would say it's a good supernatural fiction detective fiction i would say uh, but yeah, um, strangely enough, I, I liked it. I thought it was okay. Um, I didn't think it was binge worthy because like, I would just watch one episode here and there, but it was okay. It wasn't my type of show. I don't think there was enough drama for me to be captivated. 
in a show. Mm-hmm. So I get yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I think I think it, it is slow moving in that way yeah. um, mm-hmm. because you're really following the main characters, really Lucy. So the point of view is for, through Lucy's eyes. So, but it's it's it, what makes it more interesting is the fact that what makes them different. What makes it so different is that they're in a world where children can get trained to be ghost hunters. And they live in a world where it's absolutely normal for kids to die while hunting for ghosts. Yeah. And it's absolutely normal to have a curfew, a city or state country curfew, because ghosts are so bad that you actually can't leave your home after 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. So it's it's interesting in that aspect. Yeah, I think the show has a new concept, which makes it mm-hmm. interesting that you haven't seen this concept before. Absolutely. And that's what makes it interesting um but i i do think the characters are developed but they're i I agree with you that they're not super interesting so but what they do is interesting and how they're end up being connected is interesting does that make sense yeah i think the concept is there but it's just the there's not enough drama there's not enough you know it's very slow moving it's very slow moving but it's not at the same time so there's always new developments in each episode in my opinion so i would highly highly recommend it uh do you want to go with your next movie or um it's actually a tv show it's called class have you seen it uh no what is it so it's uh it's actually a hindi uh tv show so it's a Oh my god, yes I did. Yes oh, I did. did? Okay. It's just like it's literally just like that Spanish TV show. What's it called? Yeah, Elite. Oh, it's a, it's a readaption, yeah. Oh, adaption. I have thoughts. Okay, you go first. So, yeah, you can definitely see the parallels yeah. between these shows. Like it's yeah. very very obvious. Yeah. But I I still found it interesting cuz like I mm. thought I was going to be bored since I've watched Elite. Yeah. But it was nice to see it in an Indian background and um Try, like putting the location in India, but they yeah. didn't really focus on that that much. Like, it's no, not, they no. didn't really show the struggles. They didn't really show that background mm-hmm. that much. Well, no, the struggles they 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 are showing. Yeah, but they did show like the, the caste culture. system and stuff, but not as much. I feel like. Hmm. Hmm. I think for me, you know, class was too similar to me as Elite. I couldn't fall. I couldn't even finish the first episode. Really? I'm watching it. Yeah. No. It's. I if 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 class was all its its own concept that was nothing like elite and focused more on the different Indian um, cultures, you know, um, and really focused on that and really brought that into uh, yeah. into it, then I would have watched it because it's it's literally just like elite. You have a woman who's a bit more conservative, who's who's a Muslim Indian woman. Um, yeah. Which we don't mm-hmm. hear a lot on um, on um, the entertainment uh, American side of things. You have a very cocky guy who loves sex and loves his body and blah blah blah, and he's interested into the 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 you know popular girl who's you know starts to like him or is kind of over her partner and they she might like she might like this new guy, um, and then you have the very noble, very good guy. Um, and there's, these are three characters who were transferred from a poor school to a new school, private school, because their mm-hmm. poor, because their first school burned down and 
so they're here through a scholarship at the private school. So everybody hates them for no reason, to be quite honest. Like, it's, it literally doesn't make any sense why they hate them. But it's just because they, of the caste system. Yes. They're from, like, that. a poor class, yeah. But it makes no sense to me. Um, India has a has this historical caste system, and it doesn't make any sense. And if you're lighter skinned or from a different um, culture, you are more highly favored, or you are treated differently versus those who maybe are darker skinned who come from a different um, culture or city, or you know. So it it yeah, I, I, it's it's still you can see like, how it's very different in India compared to here. Like we don't yeah. understand it because like we don't live there, but like. In, in India, it's very real. It is very real, but they don't do a really good job of explaining that to us in the show. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed. They could have brought more of the Indian culture in the show and made it a bit more different than Elite. I don't know. They could have developed the characters a bit differently. And, and, this, is, and this is my entire thing. If they, if they made the movie complete, if they made the TV show, sorry, completely different from Lee. I think I would have actually watched all the way through because I love, I love to hear about India because you don't see a lot of Indian TV shows. You don't see a lot of Indian mm-hmm. characters. You don't see a lot of Indian culture. And if they explain more, more about the caste system and then instead of the kid just hating them and no one really understands why, unless you are mm-hmm. familiar with what's going on. Um, and yeah, and the characters were kind of bland. They're not really interesting. So I'm like, why am I watching this? If you watch Elite, you watch the show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to season two. I'm I'm hoping that they move away from Elite a little bit and try to make their own own show out of it. But I don't know. We're gonna have to see. So you watched the entire season? Yeah, I did. Wow. It gets better. I think it was a bit slow in the beginning. Right. And it was very similar. Like you can definitely um, know what's gonna happen right there was a little little parts that were like a bit different but still it was still very predictable so how would you rate it out of 10 out of 10 I think I would have to give it a seven mm. just because it's pretty predictable if you've seen elite if you haven't yeah. seen elite maybe it would have been more interesting yeah but I'm still looking forward to season two since it's like a new Indian show and I I think they still have potential yeah, and I love Indian shows, they do. And the thing is, if they made it completely different, and unless you want to watch The Elite, but also, you know, through the eyes of darker-skinned um, characters from a different country and backgrounds a little bit, then you'll li- then definitely yeah. watch class. But the entire storyline and the characters aren't exactly the same, but just different Um different actors playing them um but yeah interesting um mine was a movie um i don't know if you watched it the new ashton kutcher rom-com uh your place or mine no i haven't seen that one so it's very good here's the thing um people do not understand that so people when we see ashton kutcher the way ashton kutcher has been played in tvs and movies is like this tough guy, this this um, this tough guy who's like, um, how do I explain this? Kind of like this tough guy who is kind of misunderstood and um, is really into the ladies. Like his character or his person to us 
who follow his career is different from who he is or the characters that he plays or what we usually see on screen. So what I'm basically trying to say, (laughs) what we usually see on screen from Ashton Kutcher is different from what we saw from this movie. So Ashton Kutcher is usually like the goofy, funny, you know, hard to understand guy. And you kind of see Ashton Kutcher play in this movie, Your Place and Mine, who is very, very pra- somewhat practical, realistic. Like it, it feels like he's playing himself in this movie. And you see Reese Witherspoon. Oh my God, I love her. Here's the thing. I would never, never place Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher together. I cannot, for the life of me, not picture myself. I, I cannot see them together in my mind. And I don't know why. So when I'm seeing them kissing and having sex on screen, it's literally the highest cringe of life. I don't know what it is. And here's the thing. Reese Witherspoon, I, I would think, is one of the greatest actors to play rom-com she's the rom-com queen Mm -hmm. she she does rom-com so well but i don't know why i can't see her playing that with ashton kutcher um and maybe it's because when we when we picture ashton kutcher in certain tv and movie roles we see him with a different woman and I, i don't really see him with a woman like Reese, am I like does, does, that, does that make sense? Yeah, I didn't really think about that. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's also the other, there's two guys in the movie, right? So, no, it's really just him, but oh, we okay. actually see. So, Reese Witherspoon actually actually plays um, another, um, has another love interest in the movie. Um, and the love interest is actually, uh, Jesse Williams, the guy from Crazy Anatomy. Oh my gosh. So picture Reese Witherspoon kissing Jesse. I think it works. Okay. So in the movie, it worked. Like those two, for some reason to me in their mind, like I literally was with my heart, like my I was actually getting nervous for Reese and, G- and, and Jesse. I was like, oh my God, this is actually so sexy. Um but Reese and Ashton, no. But anyways, so the movie is So the two- cast looks really good. The cast. The cast is really good. Zoe Chow was a really good Reese best friend. Like I love, I love her. Um Tig Notaro, I don't her jokes jokes wasn't good. I don't know. No. So, okay. So we have Reese and Ashton. Reese and Ashton are longtime best friends. They've been best friends since they first went out together and they had a hookup, but they've remained best friends. Reese went away and had a kid with this guy who's the guy is not in her life and rock climbing somewhere. But Ashton and Reese has been long time. I've been friends. I've been remained friends for a long time. So you see both of them, you know, grow up together, talk. They talk all the time on the phone. Reese is a full-time mother and Ashton is like this uh, business guy. I don't know. But you see both of them. And then he real Ashton just realizes from, from the blue that he loves Reese. Reese finds out 
oh my god i love ashton and then you know what happens but no one really knows but i won't i'm not gonna spoil it okay um but you should figure out what was like it's it's obvious anyway yeah. so it seems very I, predictable it's very predictable but it's good it's good in the sense that you see like, i don't know what it is about reese reese just hits rom- like she's a rom-com which is really good she's such ashton a good was such a good actor um i don't see like ashton in this role wasn't good to me at all like i do i know like it, it seemed like he was playing himself himself in real life it's, it's you you'll see it it's really strange um but yeah i would either rather have reese and jenny um uh, I'm, I'm not even gonna say anything but i would say it's a six point i would say a seven out of ten actually because when i first watched it it was kind of boring and then I fell asleep and then the next night I ended up finishing watching the movie. But, um, <laughs> still a six guys. Or no, it's a seven. It's a seven. It's a seven out of 10 in the sense that once you get into it, it's good. Um, because of Reese. Cause I think Reese, I think to me is pulling the movie. Ashton is like, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I think it's a good movie. I think you guys will like it. If you guys want, want like a lighthearted uh, rom-com that's apparently two hours, even though it could have been like an hour and a half um, or an hour and 15, uh, then you would like this. I think it would be a great movie to watch on Valentine's Day if, you know, obviously, which is the day after Valentine's Day that this mo- this episode's going to be released. But yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, guys guys um but yeah i think that's i would say definitely watch this it's it's good it's not amazing but it's it's good Hmm. yeah i'm i'm curious to see ashton character yeah you'll see it like it's it's so it's not awkward but it's used to this type of ashton Mm. and he didn't do a good job yeah, or just when I use this type of Ashton, these type of roles, but I think he plays more of himself in this role. He doesn't play his usual Ashtony persona. Mm. You know what I mean? Like in, mm-hmm. in movies and TV shows, like, okay, you know, No Strings Attached. Was that his yeah. Like, last romp? Yeah, that was that he was really good in that. Yeah. For some reason, apologize. I think I just burped. That's so gross. Um, <laughs> No strings attached with uh, Natalie Portman. He was really good in that. Uh, and I don't know, like, it's, it looks like he's just settling with, okay, I'm not even going to say anything. Just watch the movie and then we'll talk about it next week, I guess. But I just, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was very good in No Strings Attached. Very good. Um, yeah. Very good rom-com. But yeah, any other movies and TV shows you want to share with the class? No, I think that's it for me. I think that's it for me too. Hopefully you guys like this episode. Don't forget to share it. So give it to your mama, your auntie, your sister, your brother, your your cousin, okay, your partner, whoever it is, and rate this podcast. Your long Five lost stars. cousins. <laughs> your long lost cousins, okay? Even if it's your sperm donor, whoever... <laughs> the person is love you all uh and don't forget to rate this podcast uh, wherever you're listening and wherever you get your podcast five stars or more if you do we love you if you don't we don't know you
Um, and I think that's it. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.